Hey, if you love The Goon Show, I'll bet you'll love my new comedy podcast called Expertise, where a fake expert makes up fake facts about real things. It's nutty, zany, silly, with lots of room for improvisation, just like The Goons. Join us, won't you, at funnypodcast.co. And Merry Christmas to all our readers. And now, the new all-leather goon show. All right, kids, come on. Let's make with the music, kids. landscape depicting dawn over Wandsworth fire station. Lying in bed is a small lithograph of Fireman Seagull. Where's my speaking trumpet? Ah, oh, there it is. I'll, I'll just empty it. <clears throat> Morning, folks. This is Fire Chief Seagull speaking, folks. Well, folks, it's a beautiful day here at Wandsworth fire station, folks. The firemen will start their day by unrolling their hoses and watering the flowers. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. Fireman William. Hello, morning, Chiefy. I uh, fed the pigeons. Good. And don't forget to stamp a line on the rigs. Right. Now, uh, any outstanding fire calls for 1957? Yeah, well, I've got one here, um, mate. I'm not uh, too happy about this. He says here, urgent, he says here, Crystal Palace, on fire. An absolute hoax, I tell you. I was up there yesterday morning and there's no such building as Crystal Palace at Crystal Palace. <laughs> right, now then. Fire drill! Light the fire and put the kettle on. Gentlemen, bad news. Jane Mansfield is on fire. Well, that got rid of them, Moriarty. Quick, stick these auction labels on the furniture and let the crowd in. Gentlemen. Control your rhubarb. Gentlemen. What am I bid for lot one? Sold one auctioneer's mallet. I forgot my line. We're off to a good start. Lot two. What? Complete set of Louis Quinn's fireman's furniture. Plus marble statues of fire engine traveling at speed. Four shillings. Sold for the second time one auctioneer's mallet. And now we come to lot three, one cannon shell. Two shillings. Will you take it, sir, or do you want it sent? Sent. Fire! It'll be there when you get home, sir. And finally, gentlemen, finally, for the musical connoisseur, what am I bid? 
For the original bedroom of Fire Chief Seagull, comprising walls, roof, ceiling, and one flock mattress. Poor silly! Sold to the gentleman who keeps changing his voice. <laughs> Moriarty, time for your owl. Owl. Splendid. <laughs> now, what am I bid for this auctioneer's mallet? What's going on in here, hey? What's going on? I just passed the man in the stairs carrying my room. He's taking it to be repaired. It's got a puncture. My room's got a puncture? But it, it's only done 2,000 miles. And another thing, Jane Mansfield was not on fire. It was the man with her. Did you extinguish him? Too late. By the time we'd arrived, he'd burnt himself out. <laughs> wait! Oh, horrors and horrors! What? I'll get my speaking trumpet. Hello, folks! Hello, folks! Holy folks! Standing for where I am! I can see that my entire set of Louis Quinn's fireman's furniture has been stolen! A lifetime's work ruined! <laughs> <laughs> There, 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 Neddy and fans. Now, all of you stand in this bucket of water and let me explain. You see, this is all part of a great plan. Ow! Shut up, Mariotti. There's a time and place for owing. Where? I'll think of it next week. Neddy, we are from the Ministry of Psychological. Oh. The government are testing people's reactions to sudden disaster. They've been doing that ever since they got in. <laughs> Steady now. This microphone may be tapped. There's somebody tapping it now. <laughs> What's going to happen? I'm ruined. Ah, and that's where we, the government officials, come in, Eddie. With the aid of this war surplus piano, we bring you the official government answer to national ruin. You gotta pace disaster with a smile. Keep on laughing all the while. And you're shot through the head. Don't fall down dead. Just pick up your face and smile, smile, smile. Pick up your face and smile. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Gentlemen, you are right. That government-type song has completely restored my confidence. Yes, Neddy, and in your hour of need, let us offer you the government's full employment scheme. Two pound ten a week and free laundry. Free laundry? Yes, you wash our clothes for nothing. And better still, you pay us two pound ten a week for the privilege. Eureka! When do we start? Now, Moriarty, yes? take off those Hessian underclothes. Right. <laughs> Neddy? Grab those and return the barge pole. Right! I just saw through the hat. Don't worry, I'll sooner these nicotine stains out. And what more ideal moment to bring in Max Geldre, who has consented to play his teeth. Right then, round the back for your water.
And now, part two. And if anyone wants me, I shall be in a corner of some foreign field that is forever John Snag's office. <laughs> Hardly had I got Moriarty's underpants back to running order and oiled the hinges on his socks when the phone rang. Hello? Wandsworth Fire Station here. Ah! This our Chinese ambassador speaking. Uh, can I, uh, come in, please? Certainly. Thank you, Mr. Sinoin. I have a misfortune to inform you that the British Embassy, I say again, British Embassy <laughs> in China has caught fire and are blazing merrily away. <laughs> oh, boy, what fun we are having. Oh, I'm innocent, I tell you. I was nowhere near the place. My grandmother keeps a duck farm in Kent. I ah. was stamping eggs at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bad leg. Please I... understand. Chinese government... Anxious that you, British flyerman, put put British put British embassy flyer all out. What? Spelt all out. <laughs> and freeze him to death? In any case, we well, why, why can't the Chinese fire brigade put it out? Very sorry, Chinese fire brigade got European flu. <laughs> there must be more than one Chinese fire brigade. Yes, but all look alike. Abstract Chinese guy. Well, we'll do it. I'm far is it to Peking, lads? Uh, Ten thousand miles. Right, get the long hose out. It's only a foot long, mate. Oh, then we'll have to form a bucket chain from there on. Can't, can't use a bucket. It's had a puncture, mate. Curse another disaster. You've got a price to face this with a smile. Keep on laughing all the while. Now. Stop, you singing fools. What? A chance ruined. I've had an idea. Seagoon has just had the following idea. The water for the fire in China will be wrapped in brown paper parcels marked water this way up and posted to Peking. Curse, Moriarty, did you hear that? Ow. You know very well we can't collect the insurance money on the British Embassy until it's burned to the ground. Huzzah! At last! A plot! <laughs> We've got to stop those parcels of water getting there alive. Link music, please. Where's my banjo? All went well. The water parcels started to flow out of England like water. But then, bad tidings. This is the BBC's spawn service, and here is the news. On reaching the Middle East, parcels of British water intended for the blazing embassy in China have completely evaporated. Evaporated? Are you sure? Positive. Division 1, Arsenal 3, Manchester City 682. Rain, stop playing. My parcels of water evaporated. Send your radiogram to the British embassy peaking. Water supplies held up. Try to keep fire going till it arrives. Ah, I must catch a plane. Hand me that butterfly net. And so saying, Seagorn, <laughs> collecting an ice pick and a life jacket, set off on a defrosting flight to the Middle East. The above, of course, is a reference to the de-icing difficulties of the Bristol Britannia, the mention of which is intended as a topicality. <laughs> and now over to the British military advisor to the Abyssinian Girls' School in Addis Ababa. <laughs> A minute. I haven't got my trousers on yet, please. <laughs> ah. Oh, that's better. <laughs> now. Blast <laughs> ah. <laughs> these flies. Get out of it. Get out of it, you flies. Shum. Kimano Shua. Singes. Singes thing. I am coming, sir. 
Take these flies out and sell them. All right. Come on, boys. Rex Rover. Come on, boys. How do you go now? Now, having got that matter over, now to my private matters of the day. Dear madam, reference your advert in shop window and well-known photography magazine. As a keen student of photography... I should like to... Pardon me. I, 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 there is a, a European fireman hiding in the waiting room. Sir. What? Well, tell him to wait in the hiding room while I paste these photographs in my hat. Paste! Paste! Well, there's no sound effect for paste, is there? No, there isn't. But there is one for doors opening. Good morning. Are you Major Bloodlock? How dare you mention that name in this house? Step outside. Well, are you Major Bloodlock? Yes, come in. Thank you. I'm Eddie Seagoon. Ah, of course. One of the Queen's beasts. <laughs> Welcome to Abyssinia. Thank you. Major, the British Embassy in China is on fire. What? I must have a look. Dad, so it is. Good heavens, could you see it? Of course not. I take your word for it. <laughs> and now to the Burning Embassy, part three. Didn't take long, did it? <laughs> I don't know who you are, sir, or where you come from. But it did me a power of good, that... A power of good. Now, I suppose... I... I suppose you're worried about these parcels of water evaporating. Not really, I'm just acting, you know. You're acting, so that's what it is. (laughs) Don't worry, lad, your secret is safe with me. Now, you're in condition tonight, Major. Thank you. (laughs) Now, there's only one way to stop evaporation in this heat. Send your water by a cooler route. For instance? Over the North Pole, through the white hell of Pittsburgh, across outer Mongolia, and finally a 349 tram to the embassy. (laughs) Up to the time we took that route, the fire would be out. You see, success from the start. Eight guineas, please. I thank you. And the next, please. Now, my dear, what's your problem? (laughs) These parcels of water, what? Causes the evaporation. The sun, the sun. The sun? Yes. We must get rid of it. I know, I shall scrap and squeeze these spasms with an yes. Did you hear that great pipe? Another part of the plot. Don't worry, Moriarty, the sun is safe. Are you sure? Yes, I put a fire guard in front of it. Supposing, <laughs> supposing the sun is attacked? Not a hope, Moriarty. Ow. It's guarded by two Interpol sun worshippers. I'll get my So another twig on the sun. We don't want it to go out on us, do we? Uh, you got to be careful. Yeah. It, the sun went out last night. And it, and it stayed out all night. Oh, it must be a tom. So that, that's what his name is, Tom Sun. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I wish I knew all them clever things that you know, Blue Bottle. Well, it all takes time, you know, my good man. Did you know that? Don't do that, Echoes. It's not nice. <laughs> 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 
I knew her. Goes, oh, that's me. <laughs> we men are growing older all the time. What, 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 what? I said we growing older all the time. <laughs> what, uh, even when we're standing still? Yeah. Well, it's, it's not fair. <laughs> I didn't know anything about this. Well, you have got to face up to it, my good man. I don't, I don't believe it. I, I don't believe I get an old all the time. No, I tell you it's what. It's true. Well, well. <laughs> have a little, have a little. All right, then. You stand there. And I'll watch and see if you get any older. Fair dues, fair dues. All right, then. Ready? Yeah. Go. Still look the same to me. Difference at all, my good man. I know why. Because <laughs> that's because you've been getting older as well. <laughs> Thinks to self. Oh, I better go waiting. Yeah. <laughs> I must admit, I didn't notice Echoes getting older either. <laughs> I will experiment, says aloud. Echoes! You know what I will do? I will time us getting old with my target team watch. Ready? I'll just, I'll just put my hat on. Okay, ready. Go! <laughs> there. You just got ten seconds older. Oh, did I? Yeah. It didn't hurt at all. <laughs> Here, this is fun. Yeah. And here to make everyone old is Ray Do-It-Yourself Ellington and his rapidly decaying quartet. I've got a rose between my toes Through walking barefoot through the hothouse to you Pretty baby, I've got a thorn next to my corn through walking barefoot through the hothouse to you. And when I fell into the tomatoes, I saw your heart skip a beat. I knew that love was born when you pulled the thorn of the flower out of my feet. I didn't even feel the pain because there wasn't any rain in the sky. Pretty baby, I didn't need the iodine because the sun began to shine above me. And now my feet are glad and gay. Ever since that lucky day, I got a rose between my toes to walk in barefoot through the hot house to you. Because there wasn't any rain in the sky 
pretty baby I don't want the iodine Because the sun began to shine above me And now my feet are glad and gay Ever since that lucky day I got a rose between my toes To walk in barefoot through the hot house To you And now, if listeners will set fire to the Radio Times, they'll be able to reenact this next scene, a smoke-filled room at the British Embassy, Peking. They're driving me crazy. I've got onions on my bunion. Walking Stop it. Stop, stop it. Stop that sinful singing, Min. How can you perform those sensuous gyrations in those revealing low-cut brown elastic-sided boots? I was... I was born to dance, Henry. Naughty. Naughty. I've got the measurements for dancing, buddy. 41, 18, 36. Oh, what a figure, Min. Those are my leg measurements. <laughs> what? Oh. Who did you allow to measure your legs? <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Oh. Mrs. Millie Tooley. <laughs> It is Millie Tooley. I'll kill him. I'll put an end to your brown leather rhythms. Now I'll just get this cast over under my head and put these lead pipes down my trousers. There. Let that be a lesson to you, you, you sinful. What's burning, Min? What's burning? Oh, if the soles of my boots are on fire. You shouldn't stand with your back to the embassy. Swallow this tablet of water. Oh, that's better, buddy. Oh, oh that's better. Be careful, Min, careful. Don't let that steam get up your leg. Oh. Or you'll get the dreaded Manchu knee cramp. Listen, then we can't keep this embassy burning much longer, buddy. The neighbors are starting to talk. Oh, then we'd better pull the curtains, me. Okay, buddy. Oh, oh, answer that burning door. Ah, meow. Pardon me, Honorable Tar. Chinese Postal Service. A parcel of water for you. At last. Wait a moment, sir. This water smells like petrol. <laughs> yes, it, it was disguised as petrol to get it through the customs. Chop, chop. Thank you, Chop Chop. <laughs> now, Min, let us throw this parcel on. Stop in the nick of time! The forces of evil are foiled! Give me that parcel. Pour it in the tank of this car. Huh? Right! <laughs> Just as I thought, this car runs on water. 
But apart from that, that parcel contained petrol. We've got him worried, Mariotti. <laughs> He's fluffing his line. <laughs> you should talk my life. Mr. Crumb, we're having difficulty getting the water to this fire. What? It would help if you could load the embassy onto a lorry and meet us in Addis Ababa outside the Odeon at 7 o'clock Thursday night. Oh, well, how can we recognize you? I shall be driving a red fire engine. Goodbye. Goodbye. All of which means I've arrived back in Africa. Yes, Neddy, and we've solved the evaporation problem. You mean you've frozen the water into ice blocks, which have been placed in that giant cold storage van? Yes, and it saved me saying it. Now, <laughs> put these furs on, because... Because inside that van, it's 40 below. Cad, yes, and three foot of snow and the entire cast dressed in furs. Cad, what a sight. If only this were coloured radio. Right. <laughs> William, insert this steering wheel under your dentures. And drive. I ain't never drive before, mate. I'll give you a quick British-type driving test. Now, um, um, smell car. K-A-R-E. Right. You've passed. Good. Now hang this oil painting of an L-plate round your neck, and away we go! As the refrigeration van bumped along, folks, the heat outside was 120 degrees. But inside the van... Must, must, must keep the dogs at a gallop. Whatever for? We don't want to be left behind. Left behind? But we're inside the lorry. Yes, but what if it goes faster than we do? Ted, you're right. Must, must! It's too cold in this van. I'm freezing. 40 degrees of frost. It is a bit parky, isn't it? I'll get the temperature turned up. Heckles, turn it up. I ain't done nothing. Turn the thermometer up, right? We're being attacked by Zulus. The temperature's up too high. Okay, I'll turn it down. Too low. We're being attacked by timber wolves. I'll throw some timber. You fool. Turn the temperature up again. Too low! Too high! Too low! Too high! Too low! Too was an accident this morning at the crossroads High Street, Addis Ababa. A lorry with a blazing British embassy on the back was in collision with coal storage van containing 23 sunburnt and frostbitten men. <laughs> to anyone who witnessed it, please... Quartet, Max Gilbray and the Orchestra Conductor by Wally Scott. Script by Spike Finnegan and Larry Stevens. Announcer Wallace Gaysnade. The program produced by Charles Chilton. 
Man, as John Lennon said, love those goon shows. Just a quick reminder for more comedy fun, come on over to funnypodcast.co for the expertise comedy podcast.